from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Yeah, so we're welcome to the Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. That's it. That's how we're opening today. You like that cold open? That was fun, huh? You're. Yeah. We are live. We are back. We were okay. So quick. We were supposed to be back in the studio. I even texted Renee, and Renee was like, "F yeah, come on back." So uh, then I figured out I, I have to work today, so I, we're, it's not going to work out. Apologies, but we will be back in the studio soon. Uh, we all finally got to be face to face all weekend together, and it was great for like four days in a row. We're just passing. Yeah, and then you know, never wanted to I, see you guys again. We I got just, sick and tired. We yeah. were we were passing COVID back and forth. Great, we're just making out, hugging. <laughs> we're just breathing into paper bags and passing it around. Right. We sent. We'll find, we'll find out. We sent COVID to <laughs> Ohio with Brent. So that was great. We ate like a-holes, and uh, it was great. We had Brent from the Home Video Hustle out here, as you heard. Uh, last week, he was out. He was out. If, you just, if you haven't yet, listen to the bonus episode, which I put out earlier this week. We missed last week. Uh, we could not get together to record. And then um, Brent came into town, so I was lazy about putting together that bonus episode because we were busy. We were busy. We had a busy little uh, week. Uh, Jake, how was the Ren Fair, by the way? You went on Sunday. Renfair, Renfair was great, yeah. Um, There's supposed to be a bunch of us going, but it was only me and a couple friends from work. Um, but it was basically just wandering around, admiring all the costumes, and uh, eating some food with my hands. Did you get drunk? Good time. Uh, I had a couple of drinks, didn't get drunk. Okay. It, was, it was hot as hell. Yeah, dude, it was, it was like funny because Brent was talking about the whole time he was out. He was talking about how great the weather was, and... Uh, Justine and Patrick actually came over for game night on Sunday. They showed up about 3.30. And I looked at, at Patrick and I said, man, Brent's going to be pissed because it was hot Sunday. Fucking hot. <laughs> I know. All the weather he missed, he got on Sunday. So When he went out, that's the worst uh, Yeah, time. standing in line at the, uh, at, the, at the amusement parks. So uh, You know, he, uh, he really he lucked out because the whole time he was here, the weather was really nice. Right. We, we had that June gloom a few weeks early. I mean, it was like in the high 70s. It was just beautiful. (laughs) And a little cloudy, so it wasn't too hot. It was great. And uh, we went to, we took them, we tried to get to all the food places. We we told them we we missed Pink's. Pink's is the one that we missed. The quintessential South We we couldn't get them to Pink's. But we got them to Pie and Burger, which was John's pick. Uh, We got them to, uh, we got them to The Hat. We got them to In-N-Out. And then late at night, because uh, he was hanging out here, his hotel was not too far from here, I got him to Jack in the Box, and I got him to, um, finally got him some tacos. Not my favorites, but nice. it was the only thing that was open. I got him to Mocha Salsa. But he did get to try uh, carne asada fries, so there you go. Mm. How, how, do you, how do you like Mocha Salsa? He loved it. He said they were bomb. How do you like were, carne asada fries? He said they were bomb. So, yeah, it was good. Mm. We split hey, him. And we got him to uh, Philippe's, too. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. in and out tastes like Wendy's, so I got to go to Ohio and try a Wendy's. <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently, everything in Ohio tastes like Wendy's. Actually, uh, I guess next time we'll have to try animal style. Right, right. Uh, so if you if you like enjoy if you enjoy uh, our podcast, I think this Friday's episode of the Home Video Hustle. I won't give it away, but uh, he was in here and we we got to record an episode with the full crew and uh, Brent. So for we were we were his guests on. Uh, 
on home video hustle. And it was a lot of fun. That was a, it was a fun movie. I don't want to, I'm, again, I'm not going to reveal it um, because I don't know when this is going to come out in relation to his video. He always puts one out on the same day. So, uh, but yeah, had a good time recording that. That was great. And uh, Patrick looks like he's yeah. still recovering from that record. That was a great, uh, it was a great movie. <laughs> Patrick, what really did you do? But what did you do to prepare yourself to be on the home video hustle? Do you want to tell the kids at home? I I, I got in the right mind state. Right. And how long did that last? Uh, through the evening. Yeah, yeah. And a little bit into the next day, I felt like. No, no, that was fresh. That was that. <laughs> <laughs> We went through a whole deck of Far cards. Out. We went through a whole deck of cards on Sunday in a game called Dios Mio, which is like a Latino cards against humanity. And it was funny. And I got to tell you, uh, Patrick is invited to the carne asada. I think he might be at least partially Mexican or has or has worked his whole life with uh, with Mexicans because uh, his some of his answers were great. So if you could pick, check that game out, uh, Dios Mio. You'd I think be you, surprised. I think you can find it on playdiosmio.com, www. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a nice little game night. We got to hang out. Uh, John, what was your favorite part of the week? What was your favorite part of the trip? What did you like the best? Uh, oh, it was great taking him to the uh, the Motion Picture Academy Museum. That was, that was your... a lot of fun. Yeah, that was cool. Good recommendation, Jake. Good recommendation. You're welcome. Yeah, if you haven't been yeah, there. That, that might have been the highlight of the trip, maybe. Yeah, if you haven't been there, it's the old LACMA. It's the May Company building on the LACMA campus. They're currently in the in the middle of rebuilding LACMA, literally literally from the ground up. Um, yeah, I wonder how long that's going to. Yeah, take. I have no idea. It's just a giant hole in the ground at this point. And uh, how do you not hit the tar pits? Like how do you? What? <laughs> kind of have to. Right? Are I they down there? Anyway, it's cool. There's a lot of uh, great movie memorabilia. There was a, a Spike Lee retrospective, which was great. A lot of stuff that he donated or lent to the museum. Um, the fourth floor right now is a whole. That was fantastic. Yeah, that that whole uh, that whole kiosk was fantastic. I should say that whole wing, and the Miyazaki stuff was great too. Yeah, the whole fourth floor right now is a Miyazaki uh, uh, um, installation. Beautiful artwork oh, and pieces from all of his stuff, and uh, yeah, it was a heck of a lot. I love that. It was fun. It was a heck of a lot of fun. I'm gonna go back. That was so much fun. I can see why Jake's gone back a couple times because that's you can't see it all in one day. There's a lot. It's you could literally spend all day there and not not see everything. Right. If you like, take your time. Yeah. Jake, what was your favorite part of your uh, of the Brent coming out here? Oh, all the food. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't been to Felipe's in a long time, and we used to go there all the time when I was a kid. So it was nice to go back there. Get that hot yeah. mustard. Oh God! So everything. I brought everything some home. Soaked. I brought some home. I have a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We bought. I bought a bottle. Yeah, I always buy a bottle when I go out there. That can make everything taste like Philippe's. Yes. Well, sort of. It, there's something about the way they dip that sandwich. Mm-hmm. John, Coles oh, or Philippe's, sandwich wise. Coles or Philippe's. What do you say? Oh, it's Philippe's. I mean, they. You know. You know. They they go back and forth, and it's like no, no, no. Flavor wise, you cannot beat Philippe's. <laughs> so. Uh, a Coles kind of a point to invented it. <laughs> Coles has an advantage because you can get booze there. You can get actual booze. So it they is got a, a bar. Yeah, and it's a it's a really old one. It's like all it's all original wood. It's been um, restored, but it has it really looks like it has for like the last hundred years, probably. Yep. So they got that 
that's one leg up they've got is that there's a full bar. Right. But beyond that, for the food, you got to go to Philippe's. That they've got their head and shoulders better than Cole's. You guys all have the uh, purple egg. How was the purple egg? <laughs> purple egg. Have a purple egg. Purple. It's egg. good. It's it was my it was my grandma's favorite yeah. thing to get when we went there. So I had to get it out of out of respect. Good for, for you, man. Good for you. Patrick, what was your favorite part of the trip? Like we went somewhere. Um, what was your favorite part of Brent's I, trip? I uh, I enjoyed KBQ. You enjoyed? Yeah. Oh, the Korean barbecue. By the way, you guys really came through with your recommendations. Patrick and, and uh, Justine recommended a Korean barbecue spot. Call Barbecue Stop. And, uh, and man, it was delicious. It was so mm-hmm. good. And, uh, That's Korean barbecue, man. Uh, park down the street. Save yourself some trouble. Uh, but, uh, yeah, great food. Uh, I mean, the place was packed. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah it, that place is always busy. It was we delicious. Started, we waited for... What was that, Justine? We, like, we didn't hear 45? you. You said it was like a TARDIS. Oh, yeah, it was. The restaurant. Because it looked tiny on the outside. You walked inside and it was huge. It was huge inside. <laughs> I was laughing because like I was laughing because even in the Korean uh, restaurant, the the busters are Mexican. It's like good for you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're here, we're here. Represent, baby, <laughs> represent. Yeah. Um, and they were run, they were busy, so they they kept them busy there. But it yeah, was good, yeah. man. Great recommendation. Food was good, man. Justine, what was your favorite part of the? Uh... Uh, seeing Brent. Yeah. No. Nice to see him. We've never really seen him in person, so it was cool. It was, it was cool. cool. To hang out. He's mm-hmm. a lot. He's actually a lot more quieter than um, I thought he would be. He is, but not in a bad way. He's just a quiet guy, and so he likes to. Yeah. It, he, what, my favorite part of the trip was just watching him. Like when we walked into Frankenstein's, looking in, we took him to Frankenstein's collectible, and seeing his face when he saw what it looked like inside <laughs> was like yeah, it was <laughs> like a kid in a candy store. And, but it's cool because he it was cool to see him get very get, get very excited about you know movie posters and you know it's everything you wanted to see. So yeah, yeah. and he's just a we we, we when we got him we met him at the airport it was just like seeing somebody you hadn't seen in a long time it wasn't there was no awkwardness it was just like hey what's up. Uh, it was nice to see Brent uh, meet Renee and you know all the people that we. So it was cool, man. It was a fun trip. I hope he comes back out soon. He wants to come back out soon. So yeah, yeah. yeah well, Brent, we love you, and of course, uh, you know you are welcome back. Come to, back anytime. You are back. A- welcome, welcome back anytime. And it was nice to see you guys face to face after so long. You know. Yeah. Well, what had it yeah. been? Had it been what like? What, like did we figured out months? five months. If you, yeah, with had it been five, I think so because it was we we went back right after Christmas and then like a, we did it for like a month and then like uh, we better go back, we better go back to hiding. So that's like five six months, guys. right? Amazing. We'll be back together yeah, soon. We'll be back together soon. Uh, someday, someday we'll be too. As the Diana Ross and the Supremes once said. Okay, so at the um. At the at the museum, I saw this game. It looks like a VCR in the box. It's called the movie misquote game Ooh. by Little White Lies. And there's two ways to play it. You can do it like a Cards Against Humanity style game, or you can do a movie quote. You can do a movie quote that uh, you you can guess where the quote came from. So that's what we're gonna do today. 
All right. Ready. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, so I'm going to just shuffle up some random cards. Keep, sco- keep score at home. Keep score amongst yourselves. You know what I'm saying. Because you know we won't. Because you know we won't. <laughs> I'll just declare an arbitrary winner. Uh, all right, John, you are first because you are. I'm just going in order the, the way you are. So, uh, if you're looking at my screen right now, top left, John Sandy, middle, middle square, top middle, handsome Dan, Patrick McCarns takes the upper right, lower left is Justine, and lower right is myself. Um, and so you know, that's uh, that's where we are. So here we go, John Sandy's first movie. Here's the movie quote. Uh, here's what I'm gonna do. I will give you a bonus point. I'm going to read it as it is on the card because the way you have to play because you're playing a Cards Against Humanity style uh, game, there is a blank. So if you can fill in the blank, you get a bonus point, okay? So one point for naming the movie, two points for getting the... um... All right, here we go. All those moments will be lost like blank. Time to die. John, what is that from? It's from Blade Runner. That's right. So that's that is one point for John. And then, do you can you fill in the blank? All those moments will be lost Absolutely. like blank, like rain. Ooh, uh, or te- tears. Tears in the rain. So I'm going to give you tears in the rain. So two points. Tears in the rain. Two points for John. Nice. Two points wow. for John. Uh, all right, Jake. Here we go. You see, okay. in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with blank and those who dig. You see in this world, Shit. there's two kinds of people, my uh, friend. Those with blank and those who dig. You've and, seen it. And You've seen it. We, you know I've seen it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so bad at quotes. You're good at this, uh, buddy. Justine's eyes are going crazy. <laughs> They're going like back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> those with blank guns. Yes, and those who I don't dig. Know from, Think about it. What movie did we yeah. see somebody dig? I know. I know the movie. I, he's in the. Hot. Isn't he in like the forest holding the gun against the guy's head? Yeah, kinda. He's in a. Uh, he's in a. Lo- he's in a certain movie. location. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the movie. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two points. Yep, that's yep, two yep. points for John, one point for Jake. Patrick, I feel the yeah. need, the need for blank. Oh, God. Uh, I feel the need. I feel the need for speed. Yes, and what movie is that from, Patrick? I have no fucking clue. You really don't? <laughs> no, I can't remember. Oh, my I God. Tell the line. There's a, there, I'll give you a hint. There's, there's a sequel coming out in a few is it weeks. Top Gun? It is Top Gun. Justine said, it's, Justine said it was Top Gun. She gets the points. All right. Uh, so, two, one, two. Uh, Justine, I see blank. I see blank. Wieners. Dead. <laughs> How many blanks? Wait, wait, what was the first thing? Dead people. Correct. What movie? Six seconds. All right. Good job. Good job. Uh, all right. The quote was I see wieners. I see wieners. <laughs> that's, a future, that's a Futurama fan right there. <laughs> uh, First episode. <laughs> Pizza for I see wiener. Uh, 
Uh, John, do I feel lucky yeah. blank? Um, well, do you, punk? That's yes, correct. Four points for John. All right, here we go. Uh, Jake? Yes. That's no moon. It's blank. That's no moon. It's That's no moon. It's a space station. Correct. What movie? It's Star Wars episode. Uh, you can just say Star uh, Wars. Star Wars. Is it the? Uh, is it a New Hope? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, don't, I never. I don't remember if they first see it in. No. Yeah, because they blew up. Um, Alec Guinness before he died. Yeah. 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 Four. For four for John, three for Jake, and you know what today is, right? Today is this is the day that should be Star Wars Day. That's right. Today's May twenty fifth, right? That's right. This is the one that should be Star Wars Day. On this day, my dad was taking me around to uh, probably. I don't think we saw it opening day, but uh, it had already become a cultural. Yeah, I was trying to think of that too. I don't think I went opening day either. No. No. Uh, kudos to anybody who was in line opening day. Right. I think I caught like the first week or two. Yeah, yeah, I was there. I was there in the. I was there when it was huge. It was huge already when I saw it. But wouldn't it be something to be in line? Those people that were in line at the Chinese on for the first day, right? They're already lined up. <laughs> right before they know what it is, they just I, saw the commercial. I always, I always think it's within a week or two, but uh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. when it was. Uh, this is for Patrick, who's with two points right now. You're going to need blank. You're going to need blank. Mm. Good lawyer? No. You're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Jaws. Wow. That is your fault. I need a movie. Justine, this is funny that it's you. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to blank. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to blank. Do you expect me to talk? It's from it's from one that you actually liked. I expect you to blank. No, we say it on this podcast all the time. John it's says one it. One word. All the time. You know I already blank out when you say Bond. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you expect me to talk, Goldfinger? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to blank. Blank. He's got a laser pointed right at him. I expect you to blank. Sigh. Yes. yes. What, what movie was it? You're a fan. Hi, George. <laughs> He's got it. Three points. It's, this this can make it incredible. Which one? On Her Majesty's Service? No, it's Goldfinger. You said I liked it. Oh, did you I not like that one? Remember. Did you not? I don't remember. You don't like Goldfinger? Uh, John, do your. Uh, so uh, when we were walking back from dinner on, I think it was Thursday, uh, we Jake, uh, John had a song all ready for Jake's. You know, we call Jake's nickname Nom de Plume, is of course. Handsome Dan Handsome, but one of his all, uh, alternate nicknames is uh, Bone Daddy, and that was given to him by his friends at work, Bone Daddy. And uh, John was actually singing the Bone Daddy theme song. Would you like to sing a little bit of that right now, John? I hate to put anybody through that, but I went, 
Bone Daddy. He loves bones. <laughs> I love nice. it. All right. <laughs> Everyone's all charming. He loves only bones. He loves bones. Bone Daddy. Oh, Jake, I'm so sorry. This is not you. John, one does yeah. not simply walk into blank. One does not simply uh, walk into blank. Hmm. Patrick, very interested in so, what's about to go down I'll here. I'll give you a hint. It's the greatest bromance of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 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 I need more than that. <laughs> this, mo- this movie is brought to you by Fitbit. One does not simply walk into blank. Look at Jake. He's so sad right now. I don't know. <laughs> One does not simply walk into Mordor. 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 Oh, 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 oh. So I guess it's Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Wait, who's saying that? What? Who's, whose line is that? Sean Bean. Uh, Bor, uh, Boromir. Boromir. When they're when they're it's at the when they're talking about the fellowship and they're talking about returning the ring. Boromir, they're at Rivendell during the council meeting trying to figure out what they're going to do with the ring. Uh, and he says, yeah. he says in, like, his, in the most Sean Bean way yeah. possible, one one does not. <laughs> wow, we didn't even get that for James Bond. <laughs> one does not simply walk into Mordor. Uh, Jake, oh here's a here's a nice reversal. This is John. This question should be for John, but it's for Jake. Pay no attention to that blank, Jake. Pay no attention to that blank. Oh, that's easy. Oh, what? No, pay no attention. No. You know, you think it would be. No, it's not. Pay attention to that. Pay no attention to that blank. Oh, God, I know. This is a classic. No. It's going to, it's, I'm going to hate myself after, but no, I don't remember. Boy, are you going to hate yourself. Yeah. Pay no attention. It. It's like right there. Pay the no attention to that. To that. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Yep. All right. Two. Uh, four. So far, it's four, three, and then Patrick, you have four. Uh, Patrick, if you blank, I'm sorry. <laughs> that almost changed the whole question. If you build blank, he will come. If you, uh, build the dreams, and if you build it, they will. Wow, it's six points. Set. Patrick rockets ahead with six points. You just you what? You just gave it to him. If you. That's the law. That's cheap. Yeah. You said it. Yeah. I think Patrick would have known that anyway. <laughs> Fucking field of dreams. Yeah, it's field. Yeah, of motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, bro. And I have never seen it. If if you blank. We gonna watch that? Uh, no, we would have watched it already. It's good though. Classic. I have not seen it. Justine, frankly, my blank. I don't give a damn. Frankly, my blank. I don't give a damn. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Damn. How many points is that for you, Justine? Is that four? What movie is it from? Now? Oh no, it's three. Yeah. What? What movie is it from? Oh, you know. Oh, you. Know. I don't know. Oh, you. Um, that's from. You got it. That's it. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Oh. That's not going to help. Where's uh, the curtain? 
Right. Uh, where's the curtains? What? What's that? Nobody wants to watch. Did you catch that? What did you say? What'd you say? Gone with the wind. It is. Four points for Justine. You are now tied with John. John, here's looking at you blank. Here's come on. I know that's like too. That's like you should go to somebody else. But I will say, here's looking at you, kid from Casablanca. That's six points. Why couldn't that have gone to Justine? (laughs) Some of these were just one off. We're just one off. Six points for uh, for John. Uh, Blank moves pretty fast, Jake. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Blank moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Life moves pretty fast. That's right. What is that from, sir? Ah! (laughs) No. I don't know. I forget. It's no wait. Wait. It's no. Searching. Internet. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. Forest, yeah, it's not Forrest Gump. <laughs> I don't know why my brain's going to Forrest Gump, but I. That's what. It's not Forrest Gump. It is. Uh, Forrest, no, 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 no. We just Ferris Bueller's Day no, Off. No, it's. No, 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 yeah. You got. Ah, you got. Ah. Jake has three points, I believe. Three. Ah. Is it three? You're getting one. You're getting one at a time, pal. I know. Oh, no, you should have four because you got the Star Wars question in two. So you should have four. It's yeah. six, four, and then uh, Jake or Patrick has six, I believe. I don't know. I'm not keeping track. We're not keeping track. Uh, uh, Patrick, I am big. It's the blank that got small. Whoa. Hey, how are you? I am big. It's the blank Damn. that's got small. Grr the rest of you no it's the pictures it's the pictures that got small that is from sunset boulevard which we watched Uh, (laughs) i'm ready for my close-up justine oh yeah yeah yeah. justine say hello to my little friend yes what is that from justine say hello you gotta say it. You gotta say it. I remember I told you I was watching the the video that um, John was talking about with Sean Connery and oh yeah 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 uh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah. Then I watched a tribute to um, Al Pacino after that. Nice. Say hello to my little friend. What's that from? She said it. Oh, she did. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, John. My mama always said life was like what? Oh, my God. These are too easy. A bowl of cherries. No, they're like a box of candy, (laughs) chocolates. Uh, Like a box of chocolates, you don't know what you're going to get, Forrest Gump. That's right. There you go. Eight points for John. Jake. Jake, hello. I'm like, bowl of cherries? Wait a minute. Irma Bombeck? Jake, hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You you killed my blank. (laughs) Prepare to die. My father. What did you get? Where's that from? Yeah, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries? Wrong. Princess. It's no, wait. Princess Bride. Oh Four points for Jake. Oh my God. Or five <laughs> points for Jake. After I said it, I'm like, wait, that is that right? 
Patrick, where does he get those wonderful blanks? Where does he get those wonderful blanks? Where does he Say get it like uh, Mario? Read it like uh, like the actor. Where does he get those wonderful? I keep thinking, how do I teach these kids? <laughs> and that's not right. That's not right. Where does he get those <laughs> wonderful? I don't know what is it. It is. I'm. I'm giving away money. It's uh, Batman. It is uh, the Joker in Batman. Um, Where does he get those wonderful toys? Mm. Where is the Batman? He's at home, washing his tights. There we go. Where we're going, Justine, we don't need blank. Roads. Right. That's right, Justine, roaring back. I'm going to give her eight points. John, you have 10. John, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our blank. Our woman. It's, it's uh, Braveheart, and I just got to figure out what the line is. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our... Ooh, I know. Yeah. I Do think you, I uh, it, but I think I know that quote. Is it dignity? No, it's virginity. <laughs> Justine, what is it? Ah, there we go. What was it? Justine, what was I it? I thought it was freedom. It is freedom. Yeah, it's freedom. Mm-hmm. There you go. I've never seen that movie. So I get one point, right? You get one point, so you're at 11. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Jake, a census take... You had the chance to change your fate. Yeah. I'm, I love you. I'm going to marry you someday. Uh, Jake, a census taker once tried to test me. I ate his blank with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I ate his liver with fava beans and a nice Chianti. That's right. And who is that? What is that from? Uh, it's Hannibal Lecter. It's from, uh, what's the name of the movie? Which one is it? Which one is it? Private Life of uh, Pets. Uh, it's no, not Prince of It's, um... Tenable. No. no. Silence of the Lane. Jake, you're it. Jake, you're so good yet simultaneously terrible at this game. It's fantastic. so bad. I know. I know. Shh, Patrick. I know a lot of quotes, but I don't remember where they're from. Patrick, show me blank. Show me the money. Correct. What is that from, honey? Uh. Um. Tom Cruise movie, and I can't remember. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Think of someone with a lemon face. Um, a lemon face? Jesus. You don't think she, look, you don't think she looks like she just ate lemons? Like she just sucked the lemon? Yeah. She just That's hard, because Tom Cruise has been in, like, every movie for the past, like, 50, like, 40 years, so. It's, it's like... Who are getting juniors in it? Like, it's on the tip yes. of my tongue, and I can't remember. It's a name. Uh, Jerry Maguire. I can't remember. Jerry Maguire. Mission Impossible. Um, Jerry Maguire. Justine, I am uh, king of... I'm king of... What? I'm king of... The world. Yes. Titanic. That's right, buddy. 
John, at my signal, unleash blank. Hmm. I know this. At my signal, hmm. unleash. Give me a hint. I have no idea. At my signal, unleash blank. It is a Ridley Scott film. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Historical epic. Mm. So it's Gladiator. Yep's. Uh, I'll just say hell. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. John ah. pulling it out of his ass. Out of this uncomfortable hunk of metal up his ass. Jake. Two mice. I drink your blank. I drink ah. it up. <laughs> what? I drink I your, your blank. I drink it up. I drink it. I drink your milk. You're close. Yes. You're so close. It, it brings it. It brings it to the yard. Juice. I don't yes, know. They bring all the juice to the yard, and they I bring like all it. the juice. Better yep. than yours. Mm-hmm. Damn right. It's better mm-hmm. than yours. <laughs> I treat you. I'm gonna have to charge. That's right. Okay. All right, here we yep. go. Uh, I just got a text from uh, Mikey Bags. He's going to join us in a minute, so I'm going to extend this a couple of uh, a round or two. Here. There will be blood. There will be blood. And I drink your milkshake. Patrick, I drink your milkshake. Patrick, leave the yeah. gun, take the blank. Leave the gun, take the blank. Uh, leave the gun, take the money. No. No. Leave the gun. Take the wallet. Take the cannoli. Oh, it's from the Godfather. It's movie. from the Godfather. Justine, I wish I knew how to quit blank. I wish I knew how to quit blank. Quit you. Yeah, what's that from? I don't know. It's the Joker. It's the greatest love story of our time. Batman and Robin. <laughs> You're close. Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Forever. John. It took him forever. <laughs> you know, I've never seen Brokeback Mountain. John, it's not who I am underneath, but blank that defines me. It's not who I am underneath, mm. but blank that defines me. Wow. That sounds like a good quote. I wish I knew what it was. <laughs> it's one of your favorite characters in all of fiction. In all of pop culture. Well, it's Batman. Yes. Which Batman? God, how do I not know this? Um, What's the quote? It's not who I am underneath, but blank that defines me. It's not who I am underneath. It's blank that defines me. One more time. It's not who I am underneath. It's Webster that defines me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so uh, like it is the Batman. Oh, Christ! How do I not know this? Um, it's it's I it's the Christopher Nolan Batman. Yes, I, I just can't yes. Think of what it is? Yes, it's what uh, I do. It's what I do that defines me. Ah, yeah. what okay. I do. It's more than one word. Yeah. You should have said it with the with that gravelly voice. 
it's what I do. Jake, he, Jake, he's not the Messiah. He's blank. He's not the Messiah. He's blank. Uh, oh, God, nope. He's Jesus. I don't know. He's a very naughty boy. I don't remember. What is that from? Life of Brian. We watched it on the podcast. Whoa. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> whoa. Damn it. I was thinking What's like, it this from? like, <laughs> Jake, you broke I, my heart. I'm not as familiar with Life of Brian. Jake, That's you broke my I'm heart, familiar. man. Uh, Patrick, Houston, we have a blank. Houston, we have a blank. A problem. Oh, my, oh my God. That's right. That's oh, right. Oh, God. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'll, I'll be blank. I'll be blank. Brief? No. <laughs> I'll be brief. I'll be brief. Uh, I'll be a monkey's uncle. All right, here we go. Hey, hey, it's a monkey's uncle. Uh, Patrick, I love the smell of blank in the morning. Napalm in the morning. D's what? Napalm in the morning. From? Um, uh, oh, God. Yeah, right in the Valkyries. Why can't I remember the name? Vietnam. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the horror. The horror. Uh, Charlie, don't surf. I can't remember. Can't remember. It's apocalypse now. Damn. Justine. Damn. Take your then. take your blank dirty. off of me, you damn dirty ape. I didn't hear you. Take your blank off me. You damn dirty ape. Take your hands off me. Oh, you're close. Take your stinking Take your paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Planet of the Apes. That is true. That is right. Got it. You did it. Good job. All right. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Like, John, Yay. it was it was my privilege on. to know him and make him known to the world. He was a poet, a scholar, and a blank. I have no freaking idea. You gotta you wanna give me a hint? A mighty warrior. You wouldn't it was it was Lawrence of Arabia. Ah, very good. Jake, a spoonful of blank makes the medicine go down. A spoonful oh. of blank. Oh, for Christ's sake. A spoonful of sugar makes the That's right, honey. What was that from? It's from Mary Poppins. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was a better Cockney accent than Dick Van. Yeah. Patrick, <laughs> nobody puts blank in a corner. Nobody puts blank in a corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's right. What is that from? Uh, that one dance movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what kind of dancing? We'll accept, hate, so we'll accept dancing. You got half of it. Dirty dancing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Justine, final question. <laughs> final question, Justine. It was blank killed the beast. It was blank killed the beast. It was blank killed the beast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Disney movie. No. <laughs> Don't throw her off. <laughs> Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty what? It was, say it again, it was blank killed the beast? Yeah. It was. Twas. I'm going to help her out. Well, it looks like the plane's got him. No. Uh, uh. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. It's King Kong. Twas beauty. Twas you've beauty killed right, the uh, beast. You've seen it, right? We watched it on the podcast. The, ori- the original King But I, I know it was on the that podcast, like, but did you That was watch years it? ago. <laughs> that was like four years ago, right? It was... King, beauty killed the beast. King Kong. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty. The last minute. It was Beauty that he killed the, the beast. Ground and they go, well, I guess the I guess the plane's got him. And he goes, what? Oh, no. Was Beauty killed the beast? Mm. Yeah. Just think she didn't like the movie, guys. I guess. My God, it's the tearjerker of all time. Is it? Come on. It is. It breaks my heart every freaking time. Mm. Does it? It does. Every time? Uh, every time and a bonus one. Bonus question. As far back as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a what? I always wanted to be a what? As far back as I remember, I can I always wanted to be what? I'm a gangster. Yes. Anybody? Jake. Yeah, there you go. Jake wins. From what's the movie though? Oh my god, I yeah, know. What is the movie? <laughs> what's the no- fuck. It's the it's the, <laughs> it's the, <laughs> It's the, la- it's the last gangster movie that we watched. Oh, it's the one with the guy? In the- yeah, where he dates the girl. Yeah, they take... Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, King, yeah, King Kong. Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. I guess they got him. No. No, what's the name of the movie? So bad. No. No. I know American- it. Sorry. No. American Werewolf in London. Uh, well, if this is anybody's guess, Goodfellas. Yeah. There you go. That's it. I don't know. Well, I guess the guns got him. <laughs> it was from the guns of Navarro. There we go. All right. We're a great game, guys. Good right. job. Proud of you. Nice. We done did it. Yeah, John is the winner, but spiritually, I feel like Jake is the winner because he, he busted that out. I love Jake's style. One, he gets one or the other, but not both. Mm-hmm. Like, that's his yep. thing. Look, you're either getting the movie or the quote. You can't ask know, me for both. I know the quote. <laughs> I know the quote. I can. I. I. You know what? There's a bunch of quotes in this head, but I, they're all mixed up. Whatever you do, do, you're not asking for both. Let's take a quick break. We come back. We're gonna. Mikey Bags is gonna join us, and we're gonna talk about the Shawshank Redemption, man. Talk about a movie full of a quotable movie. Welcome back. What a lovely break that was. Uh, we, 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 we picked up uh, Michael Bagford on the way. Hello, Michael Bagford. Hey, what's up? What's up? Look at that, Mike. I like Mikey coming in. First of all, for those of you at home and not paying it, not on uh, on, the, on our Google Meet, Mikey haircut, freshly shorn, high and tight, looking good. Ladies in the Ohio area, if you like a guy with a nice Lock beard and, and 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 a and a good haircut, this is a good look for you, Mike. I like this. Mm-hmm. Give uh, give give Mikey B a shout out. 
and take him to some shakies. We're talking about shakies in the break. You've never had shakies, Mike? There's not one in Ohio, I don't think so. That's so weird. It's what that's that's part yeah, of what something. you know what's funny is we were talking to Brett when he was here, and it was almost like talking to somebody from another planet because we're like, you don't have those? Wait, you have this, you have those. Like he was fascinated by the fact that we had so many 7-Elevens, because I guess all the 7-Elevens in the <laughs> in his area closed. There's one on every block. And I told him there's literally one on every corner. And he's like, You were not kidding. I said, Nope, there's yeah. literally one. There's yeah. three in our city alone. And yeah, yeah they're crazy. everywhere. John, there's got John. There's got to be twenty in Whittier. There's got to be twenty Seven Elevens in Whittier. That's Southern California for you. And that's lowballing it. Funny how normal it is for us. Yeah, how normal things are for us, and it's like completely different. Right. Other side, like another state. Yeah, we have we we have Jack in the Box, and we have uh, we have uh, In and Out. Box in every corner, Mm -hmm. right next to Seven Elevens. Right. In and Out in every city. In and Out tastes like Wendy's, which is weird. So. Yeah, that is weird. How do you feel about Wendy's, Mike? Where does Wendy's fall into your uh, hierarchy of fast food? It's actually one of the better fast uh, fast food places. See, I wonder if that's if that's a, I wonder if that's a Midwest thing. I wonder if that's a Midwest thing because out here, for me, Wendy's is like it's not bad. I just for me, I don't like being slapped in the face. With the fact that I'm eating processed food, I know I'm eating processed food, but you don't have to put the exclamation point on it by by serving me a square patty, you know. Like I, I just don't. You don't have to make me. But it's always it's fresh, fact, never frozen. It's the it's the fact that it's square that throws you. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like they're just letting me know, hey asshole, we know what you're doing, mm-hmm. we know you're poisoning yourself. What Justine? Doesn't isn't their slogan always fresh, never frozen? I think so. Is that just, is that just like that? Always square, never round. What did you say, Justine? Yeah, it's Wendy's. It's the you know I will say it's the one that tastes like maybe it's cooked to order, out of like McDonald's and, and Burger King. It, it doesn't taste like it's under a heat lamp. Yeah, it's, it tastes like possibly there's they're putting it down as you order it, but uh, Frosties. Yeah, Frosties. Chocolate frosty. Mm. Now the best burger I've had is at a place called the Wheat Penny Oven, which is like a local place in Dayton, Ohio. They have a pretty damn good burger. I'm gonna have to have Brent go there, and then he can compare it to the burger he had at Pie and Burger, because I had never Mm, been to Pie and Burger, burger. and that was a good burger. That was a delicious burger. Mm. Uh yeah, Brett, we're gonna, we'll bring you out on the eating tour, uh, Mike. What what do you want to try aside from Shakey's? What are you, what are you excited about? Tacos, um, Jack in the Box yeah, tacos. I, I get tacos. <laughs> we're gonna get you some tacos, man. Some good tacos. Some late night tacos, right off like right off the corner of the sh- like corner of the street. Oh, mm. I meant okay. to say, uh, who rode home with us from from Little Tokyo? You, Jake, you were with us because John had to yeah. leave. So you know, right near Little Tokyo, we we came out and we went we went over the we went over the Fourth Street Bridge and then we ended up in Boyle Heights. Uh, there was a huge shootout right there uh, with the CHP and uh, sheriff's deputies. They were they got in a gunfight with somebody right near there. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> so uh, I think on Monday, I think on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was that was a little excitement for Brent. Huh? Yeah, he didn't know he was not there. I just told him it was like here we go. It's the homeland. And uh, you know, oh, he wasn't. Uh, he was not there. No, back with. no, no. He was. He rode back with us, but he didn't like nothing. 
nothing happened while we were there, but uh, you know, we there's always a chance. There's always a chance. It's fun times. Fun times out here. Always. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you somehow saw it as you were driving past. No, can you imagine though? That'd be that'd be cool to be like, hey, here you go. Here's the whole. Here's the full LA experience. Welcome to LA. You're, you're like, I love LA. Right. Have you guys right. ever been near a shootout? Like in close proximity? No. Uh, I haven't. No. No. The question was: Has anyone yeah. ever been close to a shootout? I've been close to a, a drive-by. Drive by really? twice, twice. Wow! So, yeah. once they sh- they shot at uh, they, they actually it's a long story, but uh, they they shot uh, we were we were we were close to one, and then another time uh, we were like down the street from one. So yeah, twice in the same neighborhood. Hmm. How about that? I love LA. Yeah, it's fun. We love it. We love it. Uh, Dodgers are about to start, guys. Dodgers are about to start. Dodgers are hot. Uh, Mookie Betts is on fire. Um, <clears throat> that's all. I had to take a quick call there, so thank you for picking up the slack there, Jake. I appreciate it for running the show for the minute. So we're back after the edit. It's good to have Mike, Mikey be here again. And uh, it's good that we're, we're back on the Digital Movie Club. We missed out last week. We got to watch... Uh, uh, but what movie did you watch when you were on uh, Home Video Hustle... Uh, Mikey, but you've been on more than once, I know. Yeah, we watched uh, Death, Re- Death Ranch the first time I was on there. Death the Ranch. The time was Christy the first female reindeer. This is great. What? Wow. Classic. What? Which, wow. Which, Holy cow. Which did you like better? Death Ranch. That, I would have much rather see <laughs> Guys, was, we, we just... fun to watch. We just watched Shawshank Redemption, so I really want you to... Think about this, the, the movies that I give you to watch, okay? I really want you to think about that. So, what one. was what was Death Ranch about? Death Ranch was about pretty much Ku Klux Klan members getting fucked up. Yes. That happened. <laughs> That's I'm on board with this movie. Right on. <laughs> so it's the feel-good movie of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's from 2020. You'll, You'll cry. You'll love Walt Disney's Death Ranch. Yes, yeah, it's uh, from 2020. Uh, it takes place in the 70s. It's oh, it's on Prime. I'm gonna watch it. Added to it. Oh, you know what? We also um, Brent was very kind enough to leave uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie that you tried to sneak back into his bag. Oh, I did not uh, sneak that. I did not sneak <laughs> that into his bag. It must have got picked up when we were frantically picking everything up here. Mm-hmm. He could have mm-hmm. kept it though. Well, I have it. All right. Well, I then you. We should, well, we mission accomplished. Why didn't he leave the Spice Girl movie? I don't understand. I'll tell you what I want. Who what I really, really, really want. Spice Girls. <laughs> Mikey bags Spice Girls or Deep Purple? And be honest. Uh, and listen, ability or looks. Uh, just uh, just the whole thing. The whole the the total package. Overall. Okay, sorry, Justine. Who's who's cuter, uh, Richie Blackmore or Jerry Halliwell? <laughs> All Jerry. <laughs> Mario, the Beatles or Spice Girls? Spice Girls. <sighs> yeah, you know. In a second, I'm just gonna say that no matter what you say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pentatonics or Spice Girls? Uh, Spice Girls. Ooh. 
Yeah. How about, how about pentatonics or Beatles? <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Silence. I have you now. I have you now. <clears throat> I would say Beatles, probably. <clears throat> there you go. I would probably so say Beatles. Uh, oh, so you are a fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool. Got it. I you. like the optimism. I like Manhattan Transfer or Beatles? Uh, <laughs> Beatles. Beatles. Hey, you are a fan. No, I'm not a fan. Jefferson, I just, Star, Jefferson it, Starship or the Beatles? The Beatles. No, there we go. <laughs> we just have to know how to ask him. Yeah, yeah, don't 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 give me a band I can't stand and then compare it to the Beatles like an an unlistenable band and then listen to the you know compare it to the Beatles. I'm gonna say Beatles. All you need is love. See right there, I'm out. All you need is love. That's so boring. How is that? That just, that, that right so there. Boring. It so is boring. just the just the the melancholy horn. Everything's just like I'm so I'm bored. I'm bored. Just you doing that, bored. Uh, like not uh, you, but just you doing that uh, song. It's like, really? Oh no, it's me. Yeah, just, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that, uh, that's the greatest band of all time, I guess. I'm a Beatles fan. I think that song sucks. So. Thank you, Michael Baggy. There you go. Hey, what is your favorite Beatle album, Michael? The White Album. There you go. Hmm. Great album. Yeah, all you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love is all you need. Hey, they made money off of it, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) That's so great. Hey, they made money off of that. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. That message of love and peace, they made money off of that, so back off. (laughs) Hey, Judy, Judy, Judy. Wow, wow, wow. All right. That was their, uh, that was their Cary Grant. um, Yeah. Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. I just remember that from hey, the Andy, from the Andrew Griffith show with Group Goober. Slowly, he got Juju eyeball. Oh yeah, that's he my favorite. Holy roller. Yes. Hey Mario. What's up, he buddy? Hair down below his knee. Hey Mario, solo Beatles or the Beatles? Probably solo Beatles. The McCartney Christmas song or the Lennon Christmas? Song? Lennon Christmas song. Oh wow! There you go. Mm. It's a blowout. Even I don't like the McCartney Christmas song. That is literally the worst song ever recorded. Pentatonix Christmas songs or the Paul McCartney Christmas. I'll, I would have to suffer through the Pentatonix to never hear that. <laughs> <laughs> to, to never hear that shitty yeah. keyboard again. Just yeah. You know, it sounds like he like recorded it on the toilet or something. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I got, put out. I got an extra five minutes. I better crank. Uh, it sounds like the munchkins. Yeah. We welcome you. Yeah, man. I, I can I can get down with some solo Beatles. I like uh I, hey, I love uh, uh I love uh Band on the Run. I love Live and Let Die. I love uh you know. Hey, my sweet lord. Yeah, that, that's the one my daughter said. Is is he gonna get close to a melody, ever? Is he oh, gonna get? Wow. Is he gonna get close <laughs> to the actual song? Yeah. Uh, you can you can tell her he got so close he got sued for stealing the melody. <laughs> that's how close he got to a melody. Yeah, they sued go. him for a few million dollars. There you go. See, those are the those there are the go. stories that warm my heart. Uh, <laughs> how long did he spend in jail? Yeah. Uh, those are the stories that warm yeah. the heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
They got chased all the way to the Manila airport. That's fantastic. Love it. I know. It still cracks me up how much you love that. Wow. How close did they come to getting clubbed? To death? <laughs> Uh, that's Why do great. We always talk about this when I'm here. Why, because Mikey, no, no. it's all no, it's, it's, all the time. it's always Mikey. Mike. It's not just every you. time we talk about the Beatles. He says, "You know how close they came to not making it home." From that trip? <laughs> so it's a delicious uh, what if. So it's it's a delicious what if. And then he says, "You know, Deep Purple went to the Philippines. No problem. No problem at all." Um, one of their tour met. Four guys died on there. There was really. There was, I mean, yeah, that's kind there of was a problem, bad right? <laughs> wow! Holy cow! That was just a joke. Hey, I was just making a joke. Wow! Wow! Way to bring it down, Mikey Bass. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! All right. Yeah. And then, don't don't get me started about Montro. You know what happened in Montro? <laughs> don't get me started about Altamont. Hey. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story about what happened in Montro. You know who kept the violence yeah. within the band? Yeah. Uh, was the kinks they didn't didn't spill out into the crowd they kept it within each the, other just each other they kept i love it. that i love uh they were talking to somebody i forget who it was one of the stones or one of the yardbirds and they said geez they thought we were the bad boys of rock these guys are clobbering each other on stage in the middle of the show <laughs> they're like bleeding and running up the alley they're like and they said we never did that the stones were supposed to be the bad boys we never like uh wounded each other on stage and right. threw blood right <laughs> You hear those stories uh, of gotta love Mick Avery, th Mick Avery throwing a symbol at uh, Dave. You know those oh, stories. I love it. Uh, guys, uh, Mikey, we don't always talk about this. Just comes up a lot. John's is uh, John. God bless him. He's a huge Beatles fan, and he just wants me to love the Beatles, even though I just love it, Mike Paul. Why do we always talk about this event when I'm on the show? <laughs> <laughs> It's true. We it's every show. To deal with bring, you bring it out of us, Mike. Yeah, you bring yeah. it out of us. Mike, pentatonics or... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Blackmore's Rainbow. <laughs> Blackmore's Rainbow. Uh, there you go. It, pentatonics or uh, Iron Butterfly? I hate this game. <laughs> pentatonics uh, or the Butthole Surfers? Drop the pentatonic. Why, you don't like them? I love Butthole Surfers. <laughs> I love it. It was so great. We should, we should have that on a loop. And I hate this game. Justine, you don't like pentatonics? Or are you defending pentatonics? No, I don't like really that. familiar with any of their music. So it's like I'm going to pick the other one that I'm kind of more familiar right. with. Right. That's, that's, that's the same with, with the Beatles. I have to do that when we play the Beatles game. I see. Eventually, I run Extreme out of Extreme acapella. It's acapella to the 10th power. Extreme. It's like listening to like a kid's bop. It's it's like listening to Andy Bernard on The Office when he when he anytime he's doing the, but you're going to a concert of it. You're paying, <laughs> you're paying money money to see this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hard earned money. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Here's a real one for Mike. Pink Floyd or Deep Purple. Pink Floyd. Ooh. Ah, we how about that? We found, oh. we found the key here. It's <laughs> like we've done it. We've discovered it. Floyd or the Beatles? Pink Floyd. Wow. Wow. Floyd or the Stones? Pink Floyd or the Stones. There you go. I yeah. Pink Floyd. 
Wow. Ooh, we're finding out. We're finding out the depths of his, uh, or I should say the heights of his. Floyd or the who? The Floyd. Ooh. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to say the who at the moment. Okay. All right. The who, the who or Led Zeppelin? The who. <laughs> Aha. There you go. That's, that's, that's bold. A lot of people would say, a lot of people wouldn't go that way, Mike, but uh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I love the who, man. Uh, I love Led Zeppelin Favorite too. Favorite who so. album, Mike? Favorite who album? Quadrophenia. Ah, yeah. That's a great one, and a lot of people don't pick that one. We're learning a lot about Mikey Bags right now. Yeah. Mike the Headbanger Bags. That's it. Uh, if you have a question for Mikey Bags and which band he likes better, reach out to us at uh, <laughs> Soup Complex, S-O-U-P Complex. You can also find Mikey Bags on uh, Twitter, at Michael Bagford. Is that correct, Michael? Yep. Yeah, hit him up. That is correct. He is a, he is a wealth of knowledge. I have had the privilege of playing um, musical trivia with this guy, and he is quick on the button. He knows his stuff. And uh, so uh, you be, be prepared. If you're, if you're going to ask him a question, you better be prepared. You better strap it down because you are in for a, a, a ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Justine, what was that laugh? Now if it's after 2000, I might not do that. Justine, what was that laugh, man? Hmm? What are you reading oh. over there? Are you watching TikTok? No. Okay. All right. It's time for the Digital Movie Club. Insert Digital Movie Club theme here. Do 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 a digital movie club. Simply, Amy, a dig- they paid him money for that. Yeah, he, I know. He, he gets ro- insane. He, he gets royalties. Everybody's having a good time. Anybody could have written that. <laughs> uh, it's like the, it's like the Andrew Lloyd Webber of Christmas songs. Hey, you heard me. Yeah. I said it. Uh, okay. It's like writing it in his sleep. Uh, all right. Uh, this week's movie was the Shawshank Redemption. The Shawshank Redemption. I'm going to let Patrick talk about it. Take it away, Patrick. Uh, Shawshank Redemption, released in 1994, uh, ran two hours and 22 minutes. Got a 9.3 on IMDb, a 91 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Released on September 22nd, 1994. Uh, written by Stephen King. Uh, with a budget of 25 million gross worldwide. Who wants to guess? This was not a hit. It was not a hit. It kind of took on a second life after cable. So I'm going to say 20 million. You think it lost money? I think it lost money. It was not a hit. Hmm. I'm going to say it broke even. I'm going to say like it made like 25 million. Uh-uh-uh. Any guesses? 30. 30. Justine's going to say 30. Jake? Uh, I'll say 
Mm-hmm. 35. Mikey Bag, special guest. I'll say 19 million. 19? You're going to drop by one. You're going to do the reverse prices right. You son of a yeah. biscuit. All right. Patrick, drop it on us. Lay it on me. Drops at $28 million worldwide. I won. You oh, won, Justine. <laughs> I am the money I am the winner. It made its money back, but it was not a hit. So this movie was on cable all the time. Right, and that's kind of where it got its its reputation built up over the years. It was kind of like a modern uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, Justine, would you care, would you care to give us the synopsis of uh, of this film? The guy gets framed for murder. Uh huh. Of his wife who cheated on him. Mm hmm. And then he's in jail. Mm-hmm. It's an unbelievable, like, I don't know, not real people in jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he escapes, predictably. The end. Predictably? Predictably? Wow. Jesus. You, you, have the you knew what the poster was for. You knew it. And you knew wow, I did, the Bible. Wow, I, I did not know. I did not know that that poster was, holding, was uh, covering that up. How about that? I guess I'm gullible. No, I didn't. I really didn't see it. I really didn't. Did you see that coming? Nope. Loved it. Anybody see it coming? The first one mm-hmm. to do it. But I mean, you knew it. I mean, basically, wow. basically, the, they stole the plot of the Count of Monte Cristo, but I never read the Count of Monte Cristo, so it's fine. What was he covering? Uh, the uh, I don't remember, but there was the same plot. He broke out of jail and then did the whole thing. But, uh, Covered that, up with a Raquel Welch post? Yeah, maybe like it's a... It's a similar plot. It's not... It's close. Did a, mm. He covered it up with a uh, 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 a poster of a Marie, Marie Antoinette. Antoinette yeah. <laughs> it's good to be the so king. It could have been a lot harsher, and they didn't like, like let him... What, say that again? They made him a nice guy, and I didn't believe that. Who? who? A nice guy? Morgan Freeman. Oh, you thought he should have been harsher. Hmm. Why did you think he should be harsher? He's a respected member of the community. I mean, he way, whatever he wants. Don't you think that would have gotten to his head at some point? Yeah, I guess that says something about him, that he, he was basically a decent guy in a bad place. Well, it talks about he 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 committed that crime when he was very young. He, the... he was a kid, right? Yeah, he was a kid when he did it. You know, all that time behind the bars changes a person right right see i watched the movie Uh, justin justine what i love is that you you there is no quarter for you for any with with your characters in your analysis of characters i love that you there is no quarter for you for any type of personal growth like if the characters don't behave the way that you (laughs) believe that they should behave you 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 don't believe it you're like nope i don't believe this you would be a gr- you would be a great Republican. You would literally be the wow, perfect Republican. Well, <laughs> that's harsh. We do not. Call <laughs> Republicans. Uh, no, you. Are, there is no. You cannot have a change of heart. You cannot. You cannot feel guilty for what weird, you have but done. I still wouldn't call Republican. I didn't say she was. I said I didn't say she was. I said she would make a good one. I know. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't yeah, calling her. Interesting, interesting distinction. You're right. It is funny though. I do notice that with Justine. So 
Like, no, this character cannot be. Well, she, like you said, it's no quarter. She's all in. It's like, you know, I'm not, there's no wiggle room. It's like, nope, good or bad. Right. Hot or cold, I spit you from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Justine, we love you. You know that, way, right? <laughs> You're still there, right? <laughs> She's reading something. Patrick, what is she reading? I don't know. I'm in the other room. Can you sneak over? She might just be napping. Justine, what are you napping. reading? <laughs> just, she's Justine. Cold. Oh, she's playing a game. That looks she's, like oh, that looks like nice the Galactica. Mahjong. Mahjong. Uh, yeah, I don't even. Mikey, what are you reading over there? <laughs> Mikey, what are you reading over there? Uh, nothing at the moment. Exactly. Thank you, Michael Bags. Thank you. I'm not reading. John, what are you reading over there? What do you got? What are you paying attention to over there? <laughs> nothing. Your eyes are locked. I'm We're locked eyes like this, buddy, right here. I see you. You see me. That's a Paul McCartney song. I see you. You see me. Isn't it? I You're all the I'm thinking You're of Say You, Say you, Me. You love me. I love We're all one big family. You love me. <laughs> Who had never seen the Shawshank Redemption? Who had never seen? Justine, Jake, Patrick had seen it. I mean, Patrick, you're all about the hope, man. You're you're a hopeful guy. This is like a movie that is as as uh, as stark and depressing as it is. As it start, the ultimate message is one of hope, and uh, so I can see you Thank ranking you. this movie very highly. But we'll see. We'll get to that. We will get to that. Michael Bags, you had seen this before? Uh, yes, I have. Had anyone, aside from myself, seen this theatrically? John, did you see this when he was in theaters? I did not see this in theaters. I saw this uh, many years later. Um, somebody ran the DVD for me. Uh, I had the, the reason I saw it in theaters, I didn't even, had never even heard of it. And um, a friend of the show, uh, Hittish Patel, his cousin Sanjay, who we've talked about many times on the show, was like, you guys have to see this movie. I've seen it. Let's go see it. We went to see it at the Twin Pines Mall. Back when the mm. smaller theaters were the shoebox size. Remember that? Before they reconverted yeah. everything to recliners? It was like a shoebox. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it. There was maybe like two other people in the theater, aside from us. And boy... It was a it was a ride. It was a it was a. I felt uh, I felt like I had taken a journey when I was uh, when it was all yeah. said and done, and I was very Knocked disappointed that it did not win. I forgot what it went up against, and it did not win for best picture was, that year. It was up for best picture, wasn't it? Right. I forgot what it lost. I'll have Pat. I'll have Patrick look up uh, what it lost to. It probably went against Forrest Gump. I bet. I, no, that was Pulp Fiction. I think that was Pulp Fiction. Uh, what did is this a year later? Is this did Shawshank Redemption 96? lose out to for Best Picture? Oh, it was Forrest Gump. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, let's. I thought you were right, Michael Bags. I owe you an apology. I always thought that beat out Pulp Fiction. I don't know why. Well, uh, oh, that it beat out. It beat out everything else. You know, there's like four other movies. I guess. Did not did Pulp Fiction win Best Picture or did it? No, no, uh, Forrest Gump. I think didn't it? Pulp, Pulp Fiction only won one. I think was for a script. Uh, Tarantino won for best script. I don't think it won anything more. else. 
Best screenplay. Mm. It won best screenplay. That was it. Oh, Shawshank and Pulp Fiction were both up. Um, and they and they lost to Forrest Gump. So we will talk yeah. about that at the end of the movie. We, 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 let's talk about that because we've seen all three. Which do you think was the best of the three? We'll save that for the end. We'll table that for the right before we go mm. go home. We'll we'll talk about that. So uh, let's start with uh, Jake. You had never seen Shawshank Redemption. Walk us through it. I, uh, if I, I, I think didn't I'd seen bits care. and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. I'd seen bits and pieces of it, and right. I mean it's such a iconic movie that it's hard not to at least know some of it. But. Right. Uh, never sat and watched the whole thing, and I mean, it's, it's a, I I loved it. I thought it was a wonderful movie. But uh, main character, I forget the name of the main characters. Andy Dufresne. Andy. Andy, Andy Dufresne, Dufresne and Red. Mm-hmm. That's right, Andy Dufresne. But um, like you're never quite sure if he does if he did it. Because yeah. they kind of frame him as like, oh, he'd been framed. But then as you're kind of seeing him go along throughout the movie you're like did he do it you're like i don't know this mother this is like he's a like he's a fucking shady motherfucker and then at the end you get oh bad what was it there's a lot of great twists and turns in this movie there's the when was it it was when they yeah, like the young guy comes into the yard yes mm-hmm. and he's like oh yeah like I, he was talking about how that one how, oh yeah some guy like framed his you know was having an affair and then framed it on like framed it on the husband right Wait. yeah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a lot of great twists and turns great characters too um red were you able to see like what was happening or you didn't were you surprised also um i already knew about uh the scene where they discovered the tunnel Behind the behind the picture frame or behind the poster. Yeah, it's kind of been parodied so a that few didn't times now. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you kind of get it too, where he gets the um, where he has like the the rock pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the rock pick. I'm like, oh, he's trying to escape. Yeah. You know, like, only because the first thing Morgan Freeman says it would take like 600 years to uh, make a tunnel with this little thing, you know. And nothing but they, time. Yeah, that's right. And years pass, decades mm-hmm. pass. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> the patient. scene they show of him escaping is just such an awesome scene where he has to like where he smacks the rock on like in time with the thunder. Like it's yeah. There's so many awesome scenes in this. Good movie. I enjoyed it. And then he went to Ziwatanejo. What, Justine? I said lightning and the thunder. The thunder? Lightning and the thunder. From down under? Thunder. Did you see the new Thor uh, preview? Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Is that really the name of it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Don't tell Patrick there's spoilers, though. I haven't watched any of the trailers. I've avoided it. I love you, Patrick. Mm. Thor appears in the movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> the devil you say. God damn it. <laughs> My favorite was the you, just 
the little giggle that Mike gave after he said that he was so proud of himself. <laughs> oh, that's my kind of humor right there. Um, Justine, you had never seen this film. So aside from it being utterly predictable at the end, what did you feel about it? I like that he bought the crew um, a beer. Right. Did all that shit for a beer. I liked when... um, I didn't like that he was getting raped, but I liked that at the end they got... um, The cops had his back for that. Right. And then um, I liked all the payback scenes, I guess. All the revenge. Mm Mm-hmm. Mike, you had a question or you had a hand raised? I was going to actually say, actually, the guard didn't have Andy's back. The reason that he beat the shit out of that guy is because Andy was going to do his tax returns and mm-hmm. help him out. And that got the way because Andy got injured. So yeah. his taxes didn't get done. So that's why he fucked up. That right. Guy. But still, it was nice to see him get beat. Yeah, of course. <laughs> sweet, uh, sweet revenge. He was going to do his taxes for him. Yeah, it's like he used the one thing he could do to survive. It was the one thing he knew how yeah. to do, and he he turned it into a, the, in, into a survival all tool. All the payback. Um, I did not really care for Brooks. I felt like they tried to push that on me, and I didn't care enough. Because he's old, and you just feel like because of your Republican leanings, you just feel like old people should just yeah. be should left to just die because he's old. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't, they didn't spend that much time with him with me, so I didn't really care. I did like that he wrote a bunch of letters and then got the books. Like That was kind of cool. He's feeding that. a baby bird, and he's the librarian. How do you not love this guy? And also, also he, he fought giant ants in them. How do you not love this guy? Yeah. And, he's Harry, and he's Harry Truman. And in in Battleground, he was the guy that kept spitting the tobacco with the frozen feet. Come on, who doesn't love that? You still don't love him? I don't know. You you remember Battleground with Ricardo Montalban and we watched that movie, the war movie, when they were in the forest and it it was snowing. Yeah, you know. He was very very young in that movie. Van Johnson. Also, he's an asphalt jungle. He's the... He's the guy that runs the diner that's uh, kind of got a hunchback. Any of this? We, we didn't watch Asphalt Jungle, though, but I, I like that you brought it up. So when he hung himself, did you would go, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> Whoa. That's Dean. Jeez. I was willing to cut you some slack, but wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, John, what do you, what, uh, do you want to rescind uh, my, your criticism of my comment earlier, or do you want to? You... <laughs> no, you're right on the money. Nope, you're right on the money. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Uh, I love it. Uh, uh, but I kid. Hey, we're having some fun. Huh? Yeah, but I kid my Republican good friends time. who uh, advocate that good type time. of behavior. Republican uh, friends. Yeah. Um, it's an oxymoron. Yeah, but Justine, did you overall? Did you like the movie? Was it? Did it draw you in? Were you bored? It's it's a long movie, but it was great. I watched it twice. Oh, see. Whoa. See? It's one of those one-two punches from Justine. I was watching it. I made him, because he had his headphones on, I'm like, I want to listen too. 
When wow. uh, this is one of those movies, you know, in the days of cable when it was on all the time. If I stumbled across it, if if it's if I stumbled across it, I would watch the rest of it wherever I started. You know, I think it just had so much hope in the film that you just feel the hope with him. Right? Like, yeah. That scene where he plays the Mozart in the uh, oh, it always gets me. It always right. gets like, me because one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Right. And then I like one of the guys like you could have played some Hank Williams. <laughs> 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 Maybe he's listening to Hank Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you couldn't. Uh, the only like sad part I felt was when that guy got shot. Um, mm. The one who graduated high school. Right. Yeah. It's because he knew. Yeah. Yeah, you could exonerate him pretty much and mm-hmm. that screwed over the warden. Yeah, this, the warden wasn't going to let his pet go. They you know turned it into a whole thing. Uh it yeah, and then you 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 start to think that this is dra- based on a short story by Stephen King and you go, "Whoa. Okay, wow. That's uh that's all interesting. It all it it, it all ties together in an interesting way." Uh, there's no actual horror in this movie aside from the horror of really awful human beings. That's the true, the true horror. Uh, so I think that's where that comes in. Patrick, not everything Stephen King wrote was, you know, right. Horror. Right. Most of it. Horror. Well, you know, look at Isn't the horror that you got framed and now you're in prison and you can't get out. Right. Exactly. That's real life. Horror, that's real life horror. Yeah. It's in the, that's the, worse than like zombies and aliens. And then, and then <laughs> the, the fact, fact that, that the fact that, that someone holds the key to your freedom and then someone else is just like, no, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, you love this movie. Uh, I actually do. I know uh, you do. I, this was on cable all the fucking time. Right. Um, and that's where I first saw it. And you, it's been spooked in a lot of different things, different shows and sure. stuff like that. Um, but when I first saw it, I did not expect the twist. That was a nice surprise. I mean, I understood that, yeah, he possibly could be hiding shit back there. But, like, I wasn't, you know, 100%. Um, and they just do a really good job of, like, just kind of drawing you in and pulling you in further and further and keeping you entertained. Because... The characters in this are really interesting, and you kind of want to find out more. And yes, he killed somebody, uh, Morgan Freeman, but you know he still was trying to survive and live in that sort of situation. So, right. I uh, I always enjoyed this movie. Uh, Mikey Beggs, did you see this later on as well? Yeah, it was uh, it was several years when I first watched the film after it came out. Um, I. I wanted to watch it because on the Bob and Tom show, there was somebody that always called in doing a Morgan Freeman impersonation from this film. <laughs> yeah, Sonny, this is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Andy Dufresne came to Shawshank in 1947. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Andy. It's the longest night of his life. But yeah, uh, when I first watched it, I did not actually. I didn't actually see the prison break coming. Right, Justine did. So, like, I I was completely surprised. And man, yeah, there's ton of really great performances in this. I mean, Morgan Freeman, he's excellent in this. Uh, I really enjoy uh, Clancy Brown playing a hard ass right uh, prison guard. Oh yeah, he's always great as a bad guy. Yeah. My stepdad kind of has an unhealthy obsession about uh, <laughs> Brown because he comes from where he where he and my stepdad lived. 
I guess Clancy Brown came from her band at Ohio. So he always brings up Clancy Brown <laughs> all the time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Bob Guten plays like a great asshole. Right. The warden. warden. You, you hate this guy's guts pretty much. Right. And he's so, uh, like Brooks, I'm like Justine. So you, you, I guess I'm sentimental. I love Brooks, man. Brooks is kind of the, Brooks is the impetus for the whole thing. Really? You know, because yeah. he realizes he's got to he's got to get out some way or another. And yeah, uh, it's heartbreaking when. Oh, he, it's so satisfying when he gets arrested. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Mike? It's heartbreaking. What? It was heartbreaking when Brooks, uh, you know, left prison, and then like he realizes like like all his stability was gone, and he feels alone, and he commits suicide. That part was sad. About right. Him. Yeah, he was, he could not function in a, in a, in the world. It, the, you know, imagine going in. You know, he went in. You know, in like the horse and buggy days, and comes out. And you know, I think he says what he say. He said he had seen an an automobile once, and then yeah, yeah, yeah he's he's in there anywhere. so long he comes out and it's the fifties and it's like you know, you know, there's auto there's cars everywhere. So that's got to be. But he doesn't know he doesn't know how to function in in the real world. He's yeah. been in there too long. Now he can't function like a normal person. Right. He's been completely programmed. Yeah, and then also he's just old. He's an old, you know, imagine trying to start out, start life in, you know, however old he was. He was in his 60s or 70s. And uh, Red was kind of in the same boat. Red was looking at kind of the same, kind of the yeah. same, looking down the barrel of the same gun, so to speak. Um, yeah, I, that Brooks thing, with that whole thing with Brooks really bums me out. Because what I love about these characters is that some of them you feel have reformed. They have done their time and they've they've paid their debt to society and they're you know they're sorry for what they've done and they're ready to to move on and then they can't they can't because they've been in there too long. It's simply you know it's just they're, they're institutionalized and they're not interested in rehabilitation anyway. You know, not every most prisons are not interested in rehabilitation. Right, it's just a place to warehouse. And it's up to these, and you know, it's almost like these guys, Brooks and Red and and Andy, found ways to kind of rehabilitate rehabilitate. I can't say the word rehabilitate themselves. Um, you know, Brooks working right. in the library, the and yeah, you know, they kind of yeah. figured out a way to to make things right and find something to live for. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so, John, uh, did this hold up for you after having seen it? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it gets me every time. It's just, uh, it's long. It's an investment of time, but it gets you every time. It's just a gem because of the message, you know, that even in a hellhole like that, you know, that people try to connect with each other. You know, it doesn't happen right off the bat. You know, Red's not even sure he likes him, doesn't want to spend any time with him. And slowly, all they have is time. And he realizes this is somebody that's worth knowing and worth connecting with and helping. And so that it really makes the very end pay off beautifully. And uh, that's all they got in there is just uh, connection to, you know, hope, which gets snacked away. You know, it gets uh, pulled away from them. You know, they tr- they think they have something going and it just gets pulled away. But there, there are moments that I just love every time, like him locking the door and putting the records on. You know, they're trying to get the door open and he just he knows he's only got a few moments, but he's just going to enjoy it. Right. And the, the look on everybody's face when they hear it coming out over the speakers, and um, 
it just it just gets me every time. Yeah. Uh, and the, of course, the ending is great. I didn't see it coming when he throws the rock through the poster. He's all, "What's a you, fuzzy britches?" <laughs> and you go, "God, yeah." First it was uh, Rita Hayworth. Then what was there like a Marilyn Monroe? I don't remember. And then it ends up being and Raquel Welch. And you go, "God, that's like thirty years that he's been digging." And the one thing, the only thing that get, I, I always think is, it's hard to imagine they didn't switch him to another cell just as a fluke. How did he not yeah. just end up in a that little bit of a stretch. I, I, I buy it anyway, but you, you go, wow, all that time. And he didn't like to sort of like, as a matter of just accidentally, somebody, you know, transforms him to another cell. All that work is for nothing. You know, if they transfer him to another cell. Right. That was a great reveal too. When they throw, when he throws the rock through the, through the, uh, through the hole, that's great. I love the whole thing with replacing the shoes with the muddy shoes in the box and all that. <laughs> I, I love all the revenge he gets on the warden. If anybody ever had it coming, it was that warden. Oh, and then he so, does the he does the, the great end- he does the great escape where he puts the dirt in the yard. He does the you know the yeah. whole yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's uh, it's plausible the way they they you know it you ex- you sort of buy it, and so uh, and it's not easy. So it uh, it makes it that much more satisfying when he finally gets out. It's that much more satisfying that it's really taken a lot to do it right and i think this might be one of tim robbins best performances and to my mind it's one of morgan freeman's best performances it's just an amazing um the two of them together have such an amazing relationship and the acting is so so good it just knocks me out every time justine even though you uh do you you didn't like the or not that you didn't like but you predicted it did you did you like where he hid the rock hammer specifically where he hid the what? The rock hammer. Oh, the. Yeah. It, I did... mean, when they were going through his room, I was like, where did they put him? Like, oh, the Bible. Did okay. you notice where in the Bible it was? Huh? Did you notice where in the Bible it was? No. It was in the book of Exodus. <laughs> I always like that little touch. I, I always, that. I always think that's such a great touch. It's like, yep, here we go. The book of Exodus. It's like, oh, that's perfect. That is perfect. I forgot about that. Yeah. Do like, we know who wrote, was it, uh, who wrote the screenplay? Was it Frank Durabont? Because I know this was such a small story. It was a short story. I don't know who did all the embellishing. Was it, uh, who did the who did the writing on the screenplay? Uh, a lot of this Frank, is not. The director. Okay. Frank Durabont. Him yeah. and Stephen King did it together. There we go. Oh, okay. Because they really expanded on what was a pretty short uh, story. And they it, did Green Mile together. So, he, you know, it's funny. He did two Stephen King prison stories because he followed this up, I guess, a couple of years later with the Green Mile. It's true. Yeah, this is uh, for me, this is the the better of the two. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of similarities in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love this one. And uh, I think it's the realism and... Um, the, the you know the, the utter hopelessness that you have that you endure at the start of the movie uh pays off and i think it makes the ending that much better and that much richer um and because you really go through i mean there's a lot of unpleasantness in this movie uh, a lot of really yeah. ugly you see the ugly side of humanity and they really don't they don't sugarcoat it they, you know they give it to you uh pretty straight yeah. and um and and Andy Dufresne is this you know he's a character who you know, almost breaks, but doesn't, you know, and is just able to kind of, you know, knowing that he's innocent, kind of 
you know, keeps him going, I think. And uh, he's able to, and I think he's able to, he's able to forge those relationships, John, like you talked about. He's able to forge that relationship with red friendships that kind of keep him going and motivate him to, 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 to live one more day and to just keep digging that tunnel, just keep going and, you know, and and see his way out. What keeps a person, yeah, that, that's the, that's the thing. What keeps a person going? Yeah. Like that psychologically and physically. Um, It's kind of a, it's almost an intangible. What, what could keep somebody going that? Because I mean, look how Redfield. What does Red say about hope? Hope is what? You know, he says hope is a dangerous yeah, thing. Yeah, what's the line? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the big line in the movie. Right, and uh, it's 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 two sides of the coin, two sides of the same coin. Um, what are we? Let's ask. Let me ask you a question. Who is your uh, favorite character in the movie, uh, John? Who who do you uh, who do you like in this movie? Um, I can't pick between Andy and Red. I think they both, um, you know, I, I think it's both of them. I think they're both great characters and uh, endlessly fascinating. And uh, they're the two that really somehow keep their humanity in there, you know, just surrounded by animals. They both keep their humanity. So I, I both of them, I think they're both my favorite characters. John, uh, Jake, I'm sorry. I, ooh, I, did the, I did the John and Jake instead of Patrick and Jake. Patrick, you've been replaced. I apologize. Wow. Wow. After. Wow. Um, I I'd probably say red. Um, just to see just to see him change so much because of Andy, and kind of almost like changes his outlook on outlook on life and him actually wanting to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. It's really um. In, Really uh, interesting dynamic between the two of them. Patrick? I appreciate Andy Dufresne's perseverance. Oh. A man is not a quitter. Right. There's no quitting in him, as they, as they say. Justine, who was your favorite character? Brooks? You're muted. You're muted, Enjoy. Justine. I like Haywood because he's usually a bad guy, but in this film, he's not that bad at all. So it was kind of fun to see him like that. He's kind of just a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, and it was fun. So every time I watched him, I'm like, he's going to kill someone, but it just never happened. So right. That kept me on my toes watching the full movie. Um, that badass look in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Michael Baggs, how about you? Um, I would probably say Red. Why is that? Because it's Morgan Freeman. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Freeman is great. Hold on one second. I have a visitor in the studio. Hold on one second. Come here, buddy. My visitor is Come Morgan here. Freeman. Come here, bud. Come here. Come here. All right, real quick. Real quick. Look. Say hello. My dog Chewbacca is here. Hi. Kizzy. No? All right. Bye, bud. You got to pee. Don't pee in here. He's gone. Bye, buddy. He's never been in here. That was his first time in here. That's Chewbacca. That was Chewbacca. He loves me. He's my favorite. Oh, sorry, guys. Mike, I stepped all over you. Red is your favorite guy. You like the hopefulness. Let's talk about it. No? (laughs) Red's great in this. I mean, Morgan Freeman. I just, I mean, I like the character, like, kind of how he builds up after 
and the escapes because I know the film starts out where he's going to like it's the ten year anniversary I think of his parole meeting and so oh I think I've reformed best and I, I'm ready to return society and like he gets rejected two times and by the end of it he's like. I don't know if I can ever be reformed, so go ahead and do what the hell you want. And he gets accepted. Right. That's when they, that's when they finally uh, they finally let him go. Um, did you have a favorite uh, line in the movie? John, do you have a favorite line in this film? Uh, well, you know, the one that always sticks in my head is when he goes, I think... Uh, uh, I think a man needs uh, some suds when he's uh, doing a hard day's work. <laughs> right. That, that scene, you know, what's funny, the older I get, that scene resonates more with me. Uh, mm. That scene really just, uh, the son, they just, he just wanted to be outside, just want to work outside. And, even, and the fact that he can finagle them some beer is a, remarkable. Right. You know. Even doing the most horrific job you can think of on a hot day. Tarring a roof uh, yeah. turns into something nice. It, it's a break from yeah. it's a break from their monotony. Jake, how about right. you? Do you have a favorite line, sir? It was um, oh god, what is it? Oh, oh yeah. it was when they were in the in the library. Mm-hmm. And he was talking. Um, he was talking to Red about how he was like, say, you know, getting all this money for the warden. Like it's funny on the outside, I was an honest man, straight as an arrow. I had to come to prison to be a crook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, uh, you better get busy. If you're not getting busy living, you better get busy dying. Okay, yeah. all right. Justine, did you have a favorite line, Boo Boo? Yeah. Um, when Red is narrating and he's talking about Andy, who crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a great line. Yeah. Mikey yeah. Bags, Mikey B. Uh, Patrick took my line. Oh, you uh, you can pick another one, or you can go with that one. That's fine. Um, I'll go with that one because I can't, since it's been so long since I last watched a movie, it feels like two weeks ago. I'll tell you what, I always love the line, and it's not a it's not particularly memorable, but it gives you some insight into the warden. Is when when Andy calls him obtuse, and. Yeah. He takes offense, but you also get the fact, you also get the feeling that he doesn't quite understand what he means. He doesn't quite grasp the meaning of obtuse. Yeah. And so he just takes it as a as the, the biggest insult and then therefore decides to give him, you know, to punish him accordingly. But you, you get the, the, and it's it's a beautifully active moment by Bob Gunton because uh, you get the, you get the idea that he doesn't really understand what he's telling him or what he's calling him. So I always thought right. that was a, I always thought that was a great uh, that was a great line. Um, so, forty years I've been asking permission to piss. I can't squeeze a drop without say so. That, that's oh, another wow. one. And even though uh, just to offend uh, Justine, uh, when Brooke says the world went and got himself got itself in a big damn hurry, that's always uh, that's always one I think of when yeah. I'm when uh, you know when when people yeah. are running around and life is uh, life is you, you know is kind of uh, knocking me around. I think of that. I think of that line quite often. Um, all right. So let's talk about this guys. This was up for, uh, uh, let's rank it. And then we're going to talk about whether or not, like what movie you think should have won best picture among those three that we've seen. Cause we've seen all three now. Uh, so John, go ahead and rank uh, Shawshank Redemption, my friend. 
I give it a 10. This is definitely a modern classic. Uh, when you think about movies like in the last 30 years, right? Absolute gems. This is for me, this is a classic. Uh, Handsome Dan, Mouthful of Sammy. I also give this a 10. It's yeah, 10. All right, uh, Patrick. Yeah, it's a 10. There's no moment that drags. It's a fantastic story. You're engrossed the whole time, and you're always captivated. Justine. Like a two-and-a-half-hour movie, and it does not feel like That it. is right. You're absolutely right. It, it, it flies by. Uh, uh, Justine. Eight-and-a-half. 8.5. 8.5 for Justine. Uh, what keeps it from being a 10 for you, if I may ask? <laughs> I just wish I couldn't predict it. Uh, you can predict it because it's been used so much. Right. Time. So that's not the fault of the movie, you understand. <laughs> it's not the movie's fault that it's there's cultural osmosis because it's such a cornerstone. If anything, I would say it's probably society's fault. Yes, it's always society's uh, fault. Eight, eight, eight and a half is still a pretty high score. <laughs> that's true. I, mean, I shouldn't I shouldn't uh I shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, Mikey Bags. Uh, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. What keeps it from being a ten, Mike? Uh, maybe it's just because I haven't seen it as much as you guys have. Listen, possibly. You? I think it's kind of... I don't like giving stuff a ten out of ten like right out of the gate. There you go. So was this this was your first time? Oh, no, you had seen it before. Second time. Oh, it was only your second, second time. time. Okay, all right. Well, nine is I'm a good pretty, score. Nine is a nine is a fantastic score for a movie you've only seen. You know, because some of these movies need to grow on you. This is a this is a ten for me. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, I can see why someone would rank it. This is a ten, but it doesn't to me. It doesn't. It's not essentially. It's not a movie where everybody needs to give it a ten. But I, I'm surprised when somebody doesn't like it. I will say that. I'm surprised when it's not when the I don't think I don't think I've ever run into somebody who just flat out didn't like it. Right, 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 right. But uh but I it's always a first time. Yeah. <laughs> so look, what do you guys think? So between Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, and uh this movie, what do you think should have won the best picture? Best picture, of course, went to Forrest Gump. John, what would you say between the three? Yeah, I would not have I would not have given it to Forrest Gump. And um Pulp Fiction is such a different film yeah. from Shawshank Redemption. It's tough. It's tough to pick one over the other. Pulp Fiction is a ride. It's right. kind of exhilarating. It's fun. But uh, Shawshank uh, Redemption goes deep and really hits um, hits you on a really deep level. And uh, it's more of an emotional ride. Right. You know? uh, so very tough to pick. Maybe a tie. Maybe that's a cop-out. But I would not have given it to Forrest Gump. I know why it won because it's the kind of movie that would win right. best picture. That happens a lot. There's a kind of movie that yeah. tends to win best picture, but I would say a tie between Shawshank and Pulp Fiction. It'd be very tough to me to pick be- between the two. Uh, all right. Uh, handsome Dan, what do you say, sir? Um, yeah, I love Forrest Gump, but I just, yeah, I don't necessarily think it should have won best picture. I would probably say, I'd probably say Shawshank. Okay. Uh, Patrick? Uh, I'm going to stick with Forrest Gump. I think that of the three, that was probably the one that was more broadly accessible to audiences versus I think like Pulp Fiction and Shawshank have a little bit more of a niche and are not necessarily something you would 
go out of the way to go see unless you were interested. Okay. Uh, Justine, what do you think should have won between the three? Best picture. Shawshank? You think Forrest Gump? Yeah, the technology when he meets all these people is pretty... I was mind blown by that when I was little, watching Forrest Gump. Okay. I was like, okay, when did he meet the... Like, how did they do that? (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's a lot... A lot more heavy story in Forrest Gump than the other ones. Heavy story as far as... Lieutenant Dan. That's more... Some uh, of it's more subtle. Danny. 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 And, um... Do you, you think that's heavier than a man uh, being falsely imprisoned in, uh... <laughs> I think there's a lot more stories that were heavier than that. You think so? You think that's not... Okay. I mean, you know, we're all... I mean, all fiction... We're all entitled. Pretty heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. heavy, Doc. He lost his life to deal with that. What's that now? A lot of depression in... in um, mm. We still love you, man. You're still, a, you're still a good friend of ours. Good friend of the show. Uh, Michael Baggs? Uh, true lies, because that really has some great comedy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You know, was that up for was that up for best picture? <laughs> it might have been Pulp Fiction. Is True Lies of this year? Is it the same? Yeah, what's ninety four? For some reason, I do not own that movie, and we need to watch that. We do need to watch True Lies. That has yeah. to come up. Oh, maybe it is coming up. Maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> Mario, what's your? Sorry, Justine. Sorry, I brought it up. Pulp Fiction actually wins it for me. I think it was. Yeah, it was kind of a game changer, and that's the one I prefer the most out of those three films. Yeah, I'm with John. It's hard. It's hard. It's a, it's a tough pick because I do love Pulp Fiction. Uh, but I also love Shawshank Redemption. And I'm going to say... And I'm gonna, But here's the thing. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm, I would say now, if you, if you ask me now... You know, the reasons that we talked about Pulp Fiction not holding up, and that is Quentin Tarantino putting himself uh, in there, uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that would probably give a slight edge to Shawshank. That would probably give a slight edge to Shawshank Redemption. So you guys pretty much judged it exactly how you guys scored it. So Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. You gave Shawshank a 10, and you gave Pulp Fiction a 9, and Forrest Company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can already predict your answer. Good for you. See, you're very good at predicting. Maybe you're just good at predicting. How about that? Maybe you should stop predicting and just enjoy. Yeah, maybe you should. Whoa! I'm looking at what you guys scored. I know you are, but you maybe you shouldn't be. Now you're saying it's our fault. Yeah, you're now you're blaming Justine. Did no, no, she's not. She's just guessing. Did you? Did I give Pulp Fiction a ten? Pulp Fiction. Yes, you did. So I would have been predictable as well for giving it a tie. At the Oscars. <laughs> there are no ties. This isn't hey, soccer, for God's sake. There's three of you that didn't like Forrest Gump, and it was Jake, John, and Mario. We give it lower scores, I think. Not, I think not, We didn't dislike it. Lower than a six, right? Rick and I and Mikey at 10. We gave it a 10. Ah, Mikey gave it a 10, but still gives Pulp Fiction. Wow, Mikey. Controversial. Hey, Mm. Also, oh, then not controversial. You're very predictable, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so predictable. <laughs> Justine would be a good detective because she detects uh, rhythms 
Well, and, she can uh, she can see patterns. She can see patterns and patterns. Yeah, mm-hmm. isn't that the way Sherlock Holmes does it? There's she, always a pattern. She probably works for uh, Google. Uh, that's how algorithms work. So she would be good at working for Google, picture. tracking data. <laughs> okay. Detective, John will John will Google. John will like this uh, ad. John will like this targeted ad for Monica Bellucci's uh, leg legwear, <laughs> and uh, mm. that's right. You know, that's right. Mm-hmm. Here's an ad showing her. Yeah. yeah. Just showing her. Yeah, yeah. Monica Bellucci for the National Rifle Association. And John's like, take my money. Shut up and take my money. Uh, yeah. Monica Bellucci or Pentatonics? Oh, wow. Yeah, John. Monica Bellucci or oh, Pentatonics? Yeah. <laughs> you, do you know me? <laughs> Monica Bellucci. spend. Uh, a lifetime on a desert island with Pentatonics or Monica Bellucci. <laughs> okay, here we go, John. We're going to play this game. The millennials call it One Has to Go. And uh, what you do is you give nice. people a bunch of, so you get rid of one thing. You erase it from existence. Erased Jeez. from existence. Is that really a game? Monica Bellucci it's a game, huh? or the Beatles. Yeah. Choose. Oh, oh, stop. <laughs> I, I refuse. No, no, that's not how the game is played. Monica Bellucci or the Beatles, which one goes away? Oh, which one goes away? Monica Bellucci. Yeah. Goes away forever. Yeah, yeah. Erased from existence. So in this world, does uh, Christina Hendricks still exist? (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Uh, Backups on backups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Monica Bellucci or. All right, that's, that's fine. Okay, that's who fine. who goes? <laughs> who goes? That's fine. Does Anne Margaret still exist? Okay, be it, you know. Be it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll just keep going until you go through all of the bombshells. Okay. Does Raquel Welch still exist? Okay, Beatles. <laughs> wow, you're really just you're gonna I sacrifice love, the. I love it. You're gonna I love it. You're all. You know, we'll just keep going through all the bombshells until the Beatles are. Gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like it's like a week later, and Mario's all okay. Yeah, until it's Charlie Callis is the sexiest. Charlie Callis is the sexiest person alive, and you're still going. You're still going Beatles. You're you're like you're like Phyllis Diller. All right, Phyllis Diller, Ruth Buzzy, or the Beatles. Well, Ruth Buzzy. Ruth Buzzy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Wow, that was great. What a great uh, what a great little what what movie do we have coming up next week, uh, Justine? Let us know all about it. What is it? Huh? Friday. Friday. <laughs> is it Friday? Yep. Yes. And then we have to go back, guys. We missed one in 93. We we missed the start of the Mariachi trilogy called El Mariachi. So put that in your notes. We're going to... we're gonna, After Friday, Braveheart. Well, we're going to watch El Mariachi before we watch Braveheart. Well, shit. But they're, they're essentially the same story. Well, shit. Uh, how do you feel I about... They're essentially the. It's good stuff. Uh, I do love True Lies, uh, Michael Bags. It is one of the. It is one of the all-time greats. It is. I like it. I don't know if it would hold up now. I think. It, why wouldn't it? I had to be a smart ass. Hang on, Dana. You know, Daddy's uh, got you. I, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is so good in that. That might be her finest performance. <laughs> right. We'll Bill have to watch. Paxton's really good in that too. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's a comedy. Bill Paxton. I mean, that that's uh, that's one of my. Fa- I quote the Bill Paxton scene in the car all the time. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then Tom Arnold. Uh, 
What a what a great uh, like who knew Tom Arnold could be that funny? That's another great. Uh, uh, I know it's weird that he's even in it. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not expecting it, and he's super funny. So Justine will like that one. Justine is gonna love it because it's mildly sexist, and uh, she's gonna love it. Then you get a lot of very sexy Schwarzenegger. Mm. I see. You've never. No one's ever here seen True Lies. We're gonna rent it. We're gonna definitely rent it. I, oh yeah, we've all seen it, right? Yeah. No, no, nobody's seen it. Oh great, Michael Bags. Thank you so much for reminding me that we the True Lies needed to be in there. Thank you so much, my man, Mikey Bags. Shout out to Mikey B. Mikey B. You can find him at Michael Bagford on Twitter. And uh, you can follow him along. He'll give you his uh, album of the day. What's today's album of the day, Michael Bags? I haven't posted it yet. Oh, you don't want to reveal? Ooh. Because by the time... I'm, I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. All right. And then and you listen to the full album, right? Yeah. Front to back, top to bottom, end to end. Side to side. <laughs> Pretty much. Round and round. Uh, all right. And then uh, uh, Patrick uh, PD Mac at PD Mac. Uh, what's the last number on your? What is it? Seven 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 nine. Yeah, that's his birthday, by the way. Look at Patrick's hair's growing out a little bit. Looks good. He's got that little overhang. Looks like a little cliff that that maybe a, a wily oh, kind. Of, oh, it's kind of curly today too. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything with it. Oh, I like it like that. Yeah, leave it like that. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Justine, do you prefer Patrick with a curly look like that, or do you like it when he straightens it out a little bit? Um, I like both. Justine, why do you look like you're in a Polaroid photo right now? I don't know how to take it. You look like you're in a Polaroid. Okay. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. What is that? I don't yeah. know. It's just a lens it's like flare. like a Polaroid that's like been overexposed. Yeah, she's got like a lens flare going. The Polaroid Justine there. Oh, there you yeah, go. There you go. Oh, it's on, <clears throat> it's on the TV, I guess. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Uh, we love you so much. Uh, John, I love you. Uh, today is the, uh, the, the, it's the, is it the 45th? I guess it's the 45th anniversary of the release of Star Wars, man. 45th. Awesome. A geek was born, you guys, 45 years ago today. Mm-hmm. Once Which, upon a time in a galaxy. So far, before we far. go, what is your favorite uh, Star Wars uh, piece of Star Wars culture? Is it uh, the original movie? What is it? <laughs> it could be a book. I don't know. Whatever it is. John, what is it for you? What is it for you? What's your favorite thing? The so, culture? What's your favorite thing of Star Wars? What's your favorite Star Wars thing in existence? Could be a movie. Besides could the movie itself. Could be a movie. Could be whatever you want it to be. Some yeah, must, some original one, movie. Someone might say the TV Everything, show. Everything spins off of that. So the first one, you know, as much as I like Empire, it all, it all comes off that first one, which was the template for everything that followed. You know, right? The right. first one, episode one. No, no, yeah. no. Uh, episode four, A New Hope. Yeah. Justine, you think you're so funny. I know what you were doing there, Justine, but I didn't fall into your trap. Yeah, it's a trap. Episode four, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Justine, how about how's about you? What is your favorite Star how's Wars thing? How's, how's about you? Who's I, about the... Which one? Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren. Um, there you go. I regret asking her this question. <laughs> you mean, would you, did you expect anything less? I think... 
Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren to Justine is as Monica Bellucci is to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake, what about you? Portman in it, and then um, Kylo Ren happens. So, ah, Kylo Ren happens. That's a shirt right there. Mm-hmm. And Kylo then just Ren two happens. pepperonis on the right underneath. And, and on the back, it, are the peas the, the double P there. on the on the happens have the pepperonis in the in the gap? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Two pepperonis on a sea of chests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jake, how about you? What is your favorite st- uh, piece of Star Wars media? Uh, I'll mix it up and I'll say it's the I had it on GameCube. It's Star Wars Republic Commando. Oh, nice, mm. nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never uh, made me care about a clone trooper more than that. Wow, pa- Patrick. Uh, I think New Hope for me. All right, it was kind of like the magical, the magic bullet introduction. Mikey Bags. Yeah. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Mm. Good for you. Good for you, Mike. That's a good one. You you like a bummer of an ending. Are you? Uh, I'm going to say it's very close. I almost said Empire, but I was thinking about Empire and everything that it spawned. And what what, part of what it spawned was me getting a Millennium Falcon toy. Ah. That toy was my favorite toy of all time. And, uh, do you still have that? I, I my mom still has it in the garage. It's it's uh it's not complete. The little the glass for the cockpit is gone and uh, it's missing the radar dish, but it's still pretty much one piece. Um and yeah. uh, man, I loved that toy when I was a kid. And uh I played with it every day. So yeah, that thing that was my most prized possession where I was growing up was that Millennium Falcon toy. So I'm gonna have to say that. I'm not to say that. I'm surprised it's not hanging from your ceiling right where you're at right now. Uh, yeah, I could. I should bring it home and just to you know care for it. I have an AT-AT as well, and the AT-AT was cool too. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, my little brother had an AT-AT. Yeah, man, that those, those were really well done. Yeah, they were really those yeah. Kenner toys. Kenner really went to, went full nine with everything. Uh, but yeah, that I that, think he also had the case. Wasn't there a a case that was the the shape of the Millennium Falcon? There was a case that was the shape of the Darth Vader head that I had. Oh, that's there may have been another one, but I had the Darth Vader head with all the action figures inside of it. You know, when you were a kid, you when I was a kid, I wrote to Kenner because I lost a bunch of the guns, and ah. uh, I wrote a letter like I was like nine years old, and I wrote a letter to Kenner saying. Please send me replacement guns for this. They sent me like a little plastic bag full of. Uh, I lost my toys. I lost my toys in the mud. Help me. My Millennium Falcon has what made. Kenner, what can her do? They sent what like a little do? bag of assorted uh, toy nice. uh, assorted guns. I think it was Han Solo's pistol that I lost. That's great. And they sent and me another one. Double every day. Well, they could have. I they could have just sent you a letter saying, this is not our problem. Thank you for your interest, but this is not our problem. Right. <laughs> F off, kid. Keep buying. Buy another Han Solo. Uh, but Somebody said, you know what? It's better to keep him a happy customer. Right. And they sent me a little bag of uh, weapons. little bag there of weapons. So, bag of weapons. Yeah, so there you go. So, I had, yeah, that, that toy was near and dear to my heart was that Millennium Falcon. Man, I love that thing. Loved it. Could not get enough. So there you go, guys. All right. Uh, next week we will be back with uh, Friday, so hopefully Friday. we'll see. Yeah, we may be back in studio next week, but we'll let you know. Mikey Bags will get you in. Don't worry, Mikey. We're gonna figure this out, baby. I just call Mikey Bags baby. Give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. He'll eat anything. 
I don't know. Supposed to be good for you. Some stuff. Some cereal supposed to be good for you. Does he say some stuff? I don't know. Supposed to be good for you. All right. I don't know. They call you crack. Supposed to be good for you. Yeah. I give life cereal about six out of ten. Oh, really? Is that is that uh, is that? I don't remember. I never. I don't think I ever had it. I think it, it tastes was, uh, like you're eating a bird nest. <laughs> no, that's grape nuts. We have grape nuts. That, you know what that is? That's shredded wheat. Those giant shredded wheat squares. <laughs> like a bird nuts. nest. Oh! All right, guys. For Jake, for John, for Patrick, for Justine, and for our special guest, Michael Backford, we will say uh, this transmission ends now. 